Welcome to another Griffith University podcast. Thank you very much for coming along today. Today we are very fortunate to have with us Professor Medi, who is a commissioner with the National Anti-Corruption Commission in Thailand. And today Professor Medi is going to talk to us about the National Anti-Corruption Commission's ongoing fight against <laughs> corruption in Thailand. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, say that I'm very pleased to be able to come back to this university where I used to be a uh, visiting Jackson Memorial Fellow some, how many years ago? 1987, <laughs> a long time. <laughs> of course, things had changed a lot uh, around here. I couldn't remember anything in, in more than, uh, uh, what, 25 years? The, the topic that I would like to share with you is something which is kind of, uh, that we are doing very, very hard these days in, 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 in Thailand. That is how to fight the corruption which is quite, uh, quite pervasive in, in many parts of the public sector in our country. What brought uh, this, this uh, talk in, into a, a kind of a limelight is that a new phenomenon, we had a new phenomenon just happened about three months ago in Thailand. That is the promulgation of the so-called second law, second anti-corruption law, which was published in the Royal Cassette in April this year. In this law, to me anyway, we have seen many changes in the way that the lawmaker would like us to, uh, to handle the, the corruption situation in the country. So much that I think we could turn a new page in the history of the fight against corruption in our country by the merit of this law. But before I go into the, uh, uh, the, the detail, which this is the nature of, of my business today, I cannot assume that you, all of you here, know a lot about the NACC. So I just spent about five minutes talking to you what is the origin of the NACC. The NCCC, the National Anti-Corruption Commission, was established in 1999, that's right, which is uh, 12 years ago, right? The reason for the, the establishment of this special unit, a special organization, is because of the, the way that the ordinary agency of the government to handle corruption problems is not adequate. First, you have to depend on the police to investigate, you have to depend on the prosecutor to, to put the case in court, and so on and so forth. It's either slow or no power, or both, all of this. So, as a result of the so-called uh, 1997 constitution, we empower the, the, uh, the country to, to set up this NACC, which is what is known as the Independent Constitutional Independent Organization, CIO. It's independent, according to the constitution, it's, that means it's very powerful, that, that no other law uh, could challenge it. So this organization is a special, special unit to be uh, kind of appointed by, or selected by the Senate. The Senate and uh, one, one the, uh, the nine member was selected, uh, King appoint us uh, to be in the job for nine years. This is the longest, the longest public uh, tenure that you can find anywhere in, in the country, okay, the longest. Why, why this long is simply because they want a lot of continuity to, to do the job well. 
But why we are doing this this job? Well, of course, we are subject to all kind of in, uh, scrutiny, uh, so that uh, if anything that we uh, did not do correctly, we are subject to a lot of this uh, criticism and so on and so forth. So there is no way that we can get out of get out of bound in in this job. So my commission is commission number three. We had we had commission number one right after the setting up the first one, 1999. It has. Only half a life of uh, four and a half year, because uh, that the, the tradition that any any new setup, uh, they will take the tenure only half half of the uh, original tenure. So the tenure of nine year they cut into uh, four and a half years. And then the second the second commission was during the time of our former prime minister Mr. Taksin, you know what, whom you probably know. But there was a lot of a lot of kind of uh, a story behind the setting up of the the second commission, in such a way that the second commission was subject to a lot of political power play. I'm not going to go into detail, but, but uh, not necessarily anyway, because this second commission somehow got involved in some, uh, could say, uh, criminal offense. You might find it uh, hard to believe. They, they said they believed they had the, the power to raise their own salary, but actually they didn't. So one, they did that. Uh, the Supreme Court judged them guilty and, and sentenced them for two years in jail, but on probation, of course. And they lost the, they lost the job. That's why the third commission uh, sought for, and we, they got us right after the, the so-called the coup d'etat in uh, 2006. You might remember that Mr. Saksin lost uh, his power to a military coup d'etat. And one of the one of the first things that the coup leader did was to say that although the constitution was was uh, abolished, they immediately reinstalled the NACC for the simple reason that this, the country cannot go without this special unit that has the power to to uh, to take care of corruption in the country. So in a way, we uh, we are the the kind of the, uh, the, the output of these um, basically change over in Thailand. Something which you can say that some people also always look at it as a bit some suspicious side that we are the product of these uh, dictatorship. But of course, uh, we, we don't want to argue with on, on that score. We simply that, uh, particularly myself, I have been in the course of the shortlisted candidate even before the, uh, the coup took place. So I, we were just co coasting along, you know, on the process to be selected by the, the, the Senate in about a week after the after the coup. But anyway, the coup took place first. Anyway, so we, we, we do not own we do not owe the coup leader anything. We simply happen to be picked by them, and we just were. And uh, I, that's even important for me to mention this that we we are not the product of any any military coup d'état. Okay. Now, once we get into the job, the case that we are faced with is enormous. I mean, and the number of cases that we have to go through. Can you mention that when we came into the job in October 2006, almost five years ago, we had more than 10,000 cases that we had to look through. I say that there is no way that if you can do 30 cases a day in nine years, we would finish it. <laughs> Because, you know, the unit, the NCC, is so centralized in the sense that 
any public officer or public official, whether you are the prime minister of the country or the janitor in one of the public offices somewhere, if you commit some criminal offense in your duty, in your, in your job, your case can only be tried, uh, sorry, can only be investigated by us in Bangkok. Can you imagine that all the cases come to our office? It's terrible. Anyway, when we came to our office, the first thing we do is we started to send them back. Okay, suppose a janitor in Mehong Son misconduct in, in, in that job. We send it back to the police, local police, and so on. So we, we cut that in half right away. We cut number of cases about half by give, it, give the case back to, to the original place if there is come. That's one thing. The other thing is we develop our own staff to be able to, to do the investigation by themselves. Original plan is that I being a commissioner, we, commissioner we had we have nine people, all right, except for the president. All the eight members, we have to uh, be chair of a subcommittee, investigative subcommittee, on all the cases. How can we do it? In my, in my case, I have a, in, in my uh, kind of uh, area about 50 cases and that I have to. There's no way I can, I can understand or know everything. So the, the, the change is that we have to give the uh, staff the power to, to investigate by themselves, and that we, we have been able to do. So number of cases now, at the latest counting, is about about 8,000. From oh, sorry, so about about 5,000. But we have we have cut to the uh, to the original uh, assault, uh, original origin of, of the case. So the problem that we face, apart from the uh, the slowness of the procedures, is just that there are certain things a procedure in fight against corruption that that we we could not do think quickly. So I'm going to go through now. The nature of the, the second organic act, we'll call it the second organic act, all right, which is we, we're going to have about 120 days to draft all the regulation so that we can work all this. Let's start with the first one. This is, this is a simplified selection process of the NCC board. It means that, remember what the political maneuvering that I mentioned to you in the second, uh, second board? The second board is that the selection committee set up by the Senate will have to select 18 members, shortlisted members, uh, candidates, sorry. And these 18 shortlisted candidates will be submitted to the Senate to select half of it, that is nine. And this is where the maneuvering uh, has gone on in, in the Senate itself. So now the, the new selection process is that now the selection committee consists of the, the Supreme Court judge, the administrative court judge, the constitutional court judge and two persons from the parliament select nine members and then send this nine member for approval by the Senate. If the Senate don't like, it will send it back until, until they agree. So there's no, no power play in the Senate for this. I think this is good. And this is a new thing, that no more political maneuvering in the selection process. The second one is that we, uh, we normally, we not only check the corruption of official. Now with the new law, the new law has asked us to monitor, I, I was monitor and assess the ethical conduct of political office holders, particularly politicians. Now we have the duty to, to check their behavior. This is a new job. We haven't done it yet, but it, it, proved to be, uh, it can prove to be a, a very challenging job for us 
in the near future. All right. The third one is the new relationship with the Attorney General Office. Now you know that being a special office, which uh, has the duty to investigate wrongdoing of public officials, we we kind of stay midway between the prosecutor and the court. This job actually, in many countries, is done by the prosecutor, the Attorney General Office, investigating and <coughs> put to the court. Uh, we taken this power from the, the prosecutor and do the investigation by ourselves. But then but when we finish it, suppose we indict people, we send the, the report to the prosecutor, and the prosecutor will, when, will prosecute the person in court. But I have observed that the way, the different way we look at the case such that we have disagreement between the prosecutor and ourselves. The law said that if we have disagreement, we can go to the court directly. In the, in the past, we, we hardly do that because we want to go to the proper channel. But since the, the frequency of this disagreement is so much that the, the job has become difficult and slow. So the new law say, gave us the power to say, of course, if you, if you think you cannot agree with, with, with the prosecutor, why don't you set up your own unit in, in, in the NCC? Once you have the slightest disagreement, you don't wait to, to trash it out. You go straight to the court right away. This is another, another power source that we, we now receive with, with the new law. The other, the other interesting uh, situation is that the money laundering offense normally is taken by, by a, a, a unit called uh, Anti-Money Laundering Office, AMLO. But now the new law says that we can use that if necessary. Normally what we do is uh, if we want to trace the, the movement of, of financial uh, situation of someone, we go to AMLO and ask for them to sub submit us with, with information. But now we can do that ourselves with this particular uh, clause in the new law. Okay? Ah, this is another one which uh, the power to confiscate assets. You might remember that our former Prime Minister asset was confiscated by a special unit. Actually, that special unit took the power from the NACC. You know, right after the coup, that power unit seized Mr. Taksin's asset and then, and, and then kind of sent this case to the court and the court ruled that the asset was uh, illegal uh, gain, and uh, half of it was uh, returned to the state, half of it returned to Mr. Taksin. But now, Section 37, bracket 2, gave a, a power to invest in financial action and enable us to freeze the asset in anyone that we find suspicious of as kind of ill-gotten gain. All right? This is another major powerful tool that we can we can, we can use uh, from now on. This is not interesting, uh, but you see, remember there are so many cases that we have, now we got a rescue from the new constitution. Remember the janitor had done something wrong in Mahong's Law. If that is the case today, the wrongdoer whose rank is below the director downward, now we can send it to another unit, just recently set up as, as a result of the new constitution. We call it we, I think it's called Public Sector Anti-Corruption Commission, PSACC. It's a new organization attached to the Ministry of Justice. You can see the difference here. We are independent body, but this belongs to the government. But of course, the government said that they, they could do the investigation of a low-ranking official better than, than us who can, 
who can only do the politician, high-ranking officer. Yeah. So this is a new thing that can reduce the load from, from our work. This is public relation issue. Many people complain that what we have done hardly known to the public. So the law said in, in, in this uh, in, in one of the, of, the, uh, of the new section that we have to tell the public whenever there is a, a finish of the case, or whether you drop it or you indict people, you have to tell the story to the public. And we have to do this uh, from now on. It doesn't mean that we don't do it in the past, but we don't do it as quick or as, as, as frequent as many people would like to do. But now we are forced by under, under this to reveal to the public as fast as possible. The NECC has the power to investigate large number of state officials for impeachment purposes. But this request must, must come from the Senate. This power is now maintained under the new law, but uh, its section 58 gives a more extensive list of independent and high-ranking officials. What does mean is this. Before this new law, only a few positions that can be like the minister and prime minister. But now the new law said, hey, NECC, you now have the duty to risk many Many people in the rank, like permanent secretary, things like that. We have to do this, and these people can now be subject to our investigation. That before they are not subject to this investigation for impeachment, that is. Another important here. Remember that sometimes we indict people, high-ranking officials, politicians, and before they, before the verdict came out, they realized that they might be in the wrong, and it, instead of facing the, the verdict, they escaped before the indictment notice was sent out. See, in Thailand, before this law, if you can escape the, in the time of the so-called the statute of limitation and you come back later, you are guilt free. Certain criminal offense, like bribery, has statute of limitation time period of 20 years. So if you can disappear somewhere, for 10 years you come back, no one can do anything with you. These new sections, 74-1, say that if that person under our investigation disappear while we are investigating, okay, the limit, uh, the limit of statute limitation doesn't apply for that person. Stop counting. Okay. So that, that means that you cannot escape your guilty verdict by disappearing in, into the void. The old law says that any uh, person who uh, wrong wrongdoer, suppose you want to complain against that person, you have to do that in two years why that person is in, in power, in, in, in office. That was the old law. But sometime, you know, before you found that, that uh, something was wrong with this guy, he already left his job more than two years. So the new law said that, no, 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 two years is too, too short. We give you five years. Meaning if you find someone who has done something wrong while he's his job, and he's out of his job now, and that, the, the period that he's out of job is less than five years, you can still complain to us. All right? So that, that's another, another uh, a good thing. This is a kind of endorsement of the, the case that we give back to origin. Remember that? That we send it to origin. Now, uh, at that time, we derived the power from a special decree by the cool leaders. But now, the constitution gave us this special uh, sanction in, in this proper section. In this, it is number 11. Item. Also, in the criminal, when you want to find some, something wrong with a, a public official, that public official must assume a so-called competent officer. 
this is a strictly legal term, meaning they have to be term specified in the, in the criminal code. But now we said that's too difficult. Sometimes uh, sometime officials receive the payment from the public budget, but not specified under the criminal code, we cannot touch them. But now we can. Any public officials committed error, uh, uh, wrongdoing can now subject to investigation in the same manner, no matter whether you are under the criminal code or not. That, that makes it a kind of uh, easy to, to do our job. To me, the item number 13 is the, the most important new, new initiative for this law. You know, I want to refer to the U.S. In the U.S., uh, there are certain uh, Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. If you, if you follow the, uh, the new last week, you see that the, the sale of Johnny Walker Black Label and all these uh, you know, liquor companies has gave a lot of bribe to many countries in South Korea, in Thailand, in India, and so on and so forth. But Secretary Exchange Commission, the US SEC, found this out when they investigate the, uh, the record. But in the US, once they found it, they can indict the company and sue them in court for criminal charges. But in the US, if you confess to the crime and you want to pay fine in state, then the US government would not prosecute that, but will, will, will fine you a, a large sum of money. In the case of the Diageo, the, the, the owner of the Johnny, Johnny Walker Black Label, they paid in fine 60 million US dollars. I'm not saying that we want to follow them, but in our job we found that sometimes the briber who keep, I mean so the, the briber, the, the pub, private uh, contractor for instance, give the bribe to public official to give them the, the project. Sometimes they two collude together and we cannot find any fault with them. But sometimes the official, the bribee who received the bribe, actually forced the biber to bribe. And the, the briber cannot, con, cannot uh, come up with, with forward with, with information because the existing law said that both of, both of them will be guilty. But now the new law said that if the briber is under some kind of duress to pay bribe to the officials, and if you can prove that, you can come forward to us, to NACC, with all the evidence that you are being forced to do this. We will, we will take you out, separate you, and will not indict you. So this is uh, Section 103, elaborate protection package for critical witnesses, much more than the current witnesses, because uh, we have the non-prosecution power now under the new law. So we, we expect that now the so-called the bribery case, many people will come forward and, okay, and give us information. We can protect them from prosecution, and we get the big fish. We look forward to, to the, very much to this uh, uh, new initiative. Also, the whistleblower, we now have a reward for them. The reward is not, give, is not given you know, so freely. We have to investigate the matter. You really have information that is from your own work, and that you have. Without you, we cannot get the information. And we will give you adequate adequate compensation for your time and your effort. Uh, not, not so much that uh, many people would, would, would like to have. For instance, if you, if you see somebody asset like, like one billion, the current situation is that you have to pay 30% out of that. that. That's too much. 
So we, we consider about the effort of finding out the, uh, the information that leading to the, the disease asset. Okay, the state officials who do their job in their, and their work, we get a special promotion in their job if you do your job diligently, you know, so that we can get uh, the, the wrongdoer. This is another new, new initiative. Normally, in, in contract, in, in the public pro- procurement, the corruption case happened in the case that the official set up the so-called the reference size so high. Suppose you want to build a road. The road actually can, can cost, let's say, $1 million. But you jack up the price to $2 million. So that once the contractor won the bidding for $2 million, the, the contractor kicked back some of that money back to the official who are involved in the setting up reference price. Now we said, now the setting up a reference price must be done openly. They have to announce the, the way you, you calculate the reference prices. Okay? And this come to next to this one here. All, not only the reference price must be correct and transparent, the contractor, once they won the bid, you have to record your, all your payment in an open way. You have to record your your, your budget that received, your payment, what kind of payment you come out, and you have to submit this record to the, the Department of Revenue on the annual basis. So this is the way to, to prevent the so-called the, uh, the, uh, the under-the-table payment as much as we can. Also, we have done things which many countries do not have. That is, we examine the assets of all high-ranking officials, including politicians, everyone, that is, very few countries in the world that have done that. Uh, we do it, okay? We investigate all the director general, uh, MP, uh, judges, you name it, okay? So we do that. Public concern on transparency investigation procedure, we have to tell the public. This is similar to the, the, the clause which said that we have to announce our procedure, but now we have to tell them where we have done, we have come now to the state of investigation. They have the right. Suppose, suppose you, you come forward and complain against someone. Suppose I complain against you, we come to NEC. We give you now a password that you can access our, our website to trace what is the progress of, of your complaint now in this case. Now we have to do according to this. this uh, it's, it's hard work for us, but we, we don't mind. We want to do that. Finally, this is another, this is the last one. Now, remember that we, we said everything central in Bangkok, only one unit. Now the Constitution said that not enough. Now you must have mini NACC in all the provinces throughout the Thailand, which is 76 more offices. We, of course, we are concerned. Why? Because if, if you have the power to investigate, 70, 76 standards will, will be, all the hair will break loose. So we have to go slowly. We now set up nine centers first. And within the next two years, we've slowly increased to 75 in about five years. So now these nine centers will start with so-called preventive duty first. Promotion, you know, public relation, asset investigation, asset examination, and so on. And slowly build in the so-called investigative power as we go along. So eventually, we can have a more or less the same, the same system uh, throughout the country in the next five years. We don't know if we could do it, 
uh, in five years. It can be longer. We don't know. But anyway, this is something that uh, we look forward to having in, in, a, in, in the near future. That's it. Uh, so you can see that it, it covers a, a very large ground. I, I'm, I'm not quite sure that which area of this new initiative that hit your imagination, but I'm willing to listen to your comment or ask, uh, answer your question that you may have. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Sally. For more Griffith University podcasts, go to www.griffith.edu.au forward slash podcasts.